Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Kingdom Wife Podcast. I am Coach Misty, a faith-based relationship coach, helping women win at love and marriage. I'm so excited to be here. If you're not a part of um, my tribe, you can join us at kingdomwife.org and sign up for Kingdom Wife's Circle is absolutely free where um, we believe in wife evolution and that's wisdom, inspiration, uh, faith, and experience. Wrap all those things together and you will uh, see and experience a, a place of maturity for your assignment as a kingdom wife. And so if you have any uh, relationship questions, you can email me, Misty at CoachMisty.org. I'll be glad to answer your questions anonymously via email and also answer on the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, I want to teach on what every relationship needs to grow. What every, every, what every relationship needs to grow. And for those of you who are single, you need to master this for yourself. Whether you're married or single, um, every relationship needs this to grow, whether it be your marriage, um, your single season, or even with a friendship. These are the, the fruit of maturity and relationships that will experience, um, you know, just uh, oneness. And it requires you to appreciate and value the other person more than you value your opinion. Let me say it again. You have to appreciate and value the other person more than you value your opinion of something. Oftentimes, Uh, We look to please ourselves and we lack pleasing the other person. And because of that, if you find yourself stuck in stagnation in that relationship. And so um, I want to give you the scripture foundation um, because I believe, again, that the word of God is our foundation. And in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. And when I became a man, I put away childish things. And so we have to mature in Christ in order to see and experience wholeness in marriage, wholeness in relationships, wholeness within yourself. And you have to recognize that you have to mature through the word of God. We can't be just hearers of the word. We have to do what the word of God says. That's James 1, 23 through 25. He says, don't just be hearers of the word only, but be doers of God's word. And faith without works is dead. And that's why we see a lot of dead relationships taking place in the body of Christ. But my assignment is to help you win at love and marriage. And I believe if you follow the principles you and, and, and go through the process, you'll, you'll attain the promise. So if you go... Uh, and live by the principles and embrace your process, you will attain the print, the promise that is just an amen in your life. And all of that is wrapped in prayer. I'm going to say that one more time. If you respect and honor the principle and go through the process, you will attain the promise. And all this is wrapped in prayer. So let's go through eight things that every relationship needs to grow. Eight things that every relationship needs to grow. Number one, in order for a relationship to grow, it must have the foundation of love. Love, love, love is the foundation that sustains every relationship. 
even your relationship with God because God is love. So when, when, when I say that we need these things to grow, we need God. God is the foundation as the Bible says on this, on this rock, I shall build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. And you need to build your marriage on the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. Um, you need to rebuild any relationship in every relationship on the foundation of love because God is loving. And the first thing love is, is patient. And usually we can't even get past that because we're not patient with one another. We're rushing things. You're not even patient with yourself as a single woman. You're rushing and wanting uh, to see and experience the things uh, that you desire um, concerning love. But the Bible says, do not awaken love until you're ready. So as a wife, you need to be patient with your husband. And as a single person, you need to be patient as you wait for love to come. Um, because you are in a relationship with love. You are the DNA of love and God is teaching you and growing you and maturing you, uh, in this place to be the kingdom wife he's called you to be. So you have to learn to be patient, not only with that other person, but you got to be patient with yourself and patient with God. And patience is a virtue. It's, it's a gift from God. It is uh, the ability to see things without seeing it. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I mean, literally seeing things in, an, in the spirit realm that you don't see in the natural realm. And you have to rest in trusting God through the process so you can experience everything he has for you. Love is kind. Love is not fault finding. It's not self-seeking. It's not conceited. Love never fails. And usually whenever a marriage is going through trials and tribulations, uh, I always start as a, as a, as a relationship coach, I always start with their foundation, which is love. And I'll say, where's God in your marriage? And, and if God is not in the marriage, then uh, we got to start there. And then if they say, well, we pray every day. Okay. Well, if you pray every day, the very first thing love is patient. So why are you rushing the process of that person changing and having an expectation that's non-existent because you got to be patient with your loved ones. You got to be patient with um, that person's growth and their evolution as a husband and your evolution as a wife. You don't change overnight when you've never become something uh, and you never matured to something you've never seen in your life. And a lot of uh, men and women have not experienced the right type of relationships uh, that are strong, healthy, and whole in mind, body, soul, and spirit. And so now your evolution requires you to become something you've never seen before. And it requires you to trust God through this process. And in the midst of all that, you got to be patient with one another. And so how are you patient in your affliction, in your marriage? You simply pray without ceasing. You simply uh, process yourself and look within yourself to see how you can grow and mature uh, in what God is calling you to be as a wife. You're not responsible for his role as a husband, but you are responsible for your role as a wife. So you always look inwardly to see why you're reflecting something outwardly because a man is your mirror. And the very thing that frustrates you about him is the thing that frustrates you about yourself. And you got to get to a place that you receive the areas of your opportunities so that you can grow together with one another. Number two. 
Every relationship needs grace to grow. The same grace God has upon your life. Grace is unmerited favor. It's not something earned. It's not something given. And you have to have grace for your loved ones. You have to simply uh, give and extend grace when, when they don't deserve it. When they fall short. When they mess up. When they uh, hit their head and do something crazy or say something foolish. You still have to extend grace. And and again, I'm not uh, not at all condoning uh, abuse of any kind, addiction of any kind, uh, adultery of any kind, and abandonment. Those are the four A's of divorce. I, I don't condone those things. And uh, if you're in those situations um, uh, and you know that you're in danger, dial two one one on your phone and get to safety. God is a loving father. He's never going to tell you to be in a uh, dysfunctional situation that will take your life. And too many women are losing their life too for the sake of God's love. I'm saying that God told them to stay and yet they didn't make it to see the next day. And my prayer is that if any of you are under the sound of my voice or in a dangerous situation where you feel as though your life is threatened and you don't feel safe, Dial 211 and get to safety. They have free shelters in every city and every nation and every state. And it's not the will of God for you to be in any pain uh, of you losing your life or your children. Amen. So know that that's not the will of God. I don't know who that was for and why I went there, but uh, I believe everything is uh, designed for me to speak what God would have me. So if you have any questions, you can email me at any time, misty at coachmisty.org. Um, again, God hates divorce, but he simply does not want his children to leave this earth before their time. Uh, and so don't uh, ignore the warning signs. Don't ignore uh, the things that they're doing. When someone shows you who they are, believe it, believe it and get to a place of safety. Amen. So grace is necessary, but know that there's a, a level of grace that runs out in a life of a person when they are in those four areas of abuse, addiction, abandonment, and adultery. And a God, again, hates divorce, but he simply does not want his daughters to be in a place uh, to lose their lives. Amen. And so you got to get wisdom and all you're getting, get understanding. If you have pastors, go to them and convey. And, and, um, and again, you can email me at any time or um, you can schedule a one-on-one session with me if you go to kingdomwife.org. All right. Uh, so number one was love. Uh, what every relationship needs to grow. Number one was love. Number two was grace. Number three is maturity. Again, um, we need to mature in the word of God. Uh, oftentimes people are, are giving their opinions or giving what they feel or getting advice from the world, getting advice from everybody, but it doesn't line up with the word of God. And so maturing in the word of God requires you to do things differently than what you learned as a child, what you learned in your family. If you did not have a stabilized home or if you were raised up in dysfunction, um, you cannot operate in that dysfunction and expect God to bless your mess. 
You simply have to mature in Christ, in the word of God. And you can't mature in the word if you don't know it. Amen. So that's why you have to seek after the word of God to mature in your relationship with God and understanding what he requires as a wife. And those of you who are single should be in preparation for your husband. You should know the word of God concerning marriage, concerning family, concerning relationships, and concerning what God has given you. And a lot of people prematurely marry and not prepared for their role. Um, again, you're single, you can uh, join me at Kingdom Wife Boot Camp, um, where I prepare singles to become winning wives. Or again, if you're in a marriage and you don't know what you're doing and you were not equipped and you were not prepared and yet you're in it now and you, you want to grow in Christ, you can schedule a one-on-one session with me at uh, kingdomwife.org. Click on schedule one-on-one, right? So that's maturity. I have to get to a place that I no longer want to act like a child or think like a child or act foolish or act dysfunctional and grow and mature in Christ and be, uh, have a form of godliness and not deny the power thereof. Right? So we we're whatever relationship needs to grow, love, grace. Number three was maturity. Number four is wisdom. Now wisdom is something that can save your life. Wisdom is the ability to get something you've never had or never experienced through God. And the Bible says, get wisdom and all you're getting, get wisdom, get understanding, get knowledge. You know, you got to seek after daily the wisdom of God and wisdom of God is even you listening to this podcast. This is the wise counsel um, I'm giving you so that you can change your behavior and your patterns and the dysfunction of your bloodline that you can mature in Christ, mature in the word and mature in the knowledge of, of what God is saying so that you can experience it, the fullness of what God wants to do. So in all you're getting, get wisdom and wisdom requires wise counsel through books, through CDs, through the word of God, right? Through these podcasts, right? Through taking um, life classes if you need to. If you need to go to to a Christian counselor, go to. Listen, we are past the age of not getting uh, information. You know, information is available for you, to you, through you. Uh, the wisdom of God is, is available, but you got to make sure you go to the right source. Uh, the Bible says that those who are surrounded by uh, uh, wise counselors shall become wise. And, and so you want to become wise by hanging around wise people who have the answer to your question and the solution to your problem. So you don't get stagnated in what God has given you to do. You have to be a manager over your marriage. Oh, my God. You have to manage manager over your marriage in order to see and experience the fruit. Marriage requires work and you got to be a good manager to see that uh, everything you desire in your marriage becomes everything God spoke over it, right? So you got to have love, grace, maturity, wisdom, and number five is communication. Not just communication, effective communication. Um, You got to be slow to speak, right? And quick to listen, and oftentimes we're, we're, we're quick to speak and slow to listen. And we do the opposite. And therefore, we, we partially hear the request of the other person. Or because you've already made up in your mind what you want or what you need, you didn't slow down to listen to what that person is saying uh, or earnestly hear their heart. 
And so effective communication is necessary. And my husband taught me this when we first got married. And it was so um, profound and it changed the way um, that I deal with um, communicating. Um, my son used to always say, Mom, you don't listen. You don't listen. Which I always, I always used to have in my mind what I wanted. Uh, not took the time to listen to the request of the other person. So it was a struggle for me. It's just always been because um, as a child, I didn't have a voice. You know, um, my mother didn't give me a voice to, to speak my mind or to share uh, my experience or what I needed or what I wanted. Um, it was always been, I was always being told what I wanted and what I needed. So because I didn't have a voice, I grew up demanding to be heard. And even now I still um, struggle with this and I'm really walking out my deliverance. So I want you to know as, 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 uh, as I'm teaching you, I'm still in a wife evolution. What's a wife evolution when you're maturing and growing through your process uh, uh, evolution is the process or, uh, uh, or gradual development of something, especially from a simple to a more complex form. Let me say it again. Wife evolution is the process or gradual development of something, especially from a simple to a more complex form. And so we're all in a wife evolution. Nobody is perfect in their marriage. There's no perfect marriage. Um, there's no perfect wife, no perfect husband. It's two people who choose to, two imperfect people that choose to walk in the perfection of God's love. That's simply what it is. Choosing to love through God's perfection. And, and God is perfect in all of his ways. And he's perfecting us through our imperfections. And we have to go through this journey uh, to see and experience the process. And so um, communicating, effective communication is one of the areas I'm being perfected. I, I've not arrived. And so I have to be uh, uh, slow to speak and quick to listen. And it's something um, that I continuously want to grow in. So I can be effective in my communication skills, right? And so uh, let me give you a great example. My husband has the same issue. He's my mirror. I, would, I used to get so frustrated with him. Like, I, I'm not understanding what you're saying. You said this and you said that. Uh, and he struggles with the same issue. And he's my reflection. A man is your mirror. He's my reflection of me. So every time I used to get mad and frustrated, God would say, look within yourself. Grow within your your own issue and your own struggle. And when you change, you'll change your reflection. You hear me? When I become the bigger person and, and, and be slow to speak and quick to listen, I change the not dynamics of my marriage because my husband begins to see fruit of me listening to what he's asking, listening to his request and answering and following through with what he's asked of me. And that's what you have to do. And, and so my communication needs to be effective, right? Your communication needs to be effective so that they have an ear to hear, not only hear, but adhere to what you're saying and vice versa, right? Then um, number six is trust. You got to trust. Um, the Bible says put your trust in no man, but you do have to trust that God gave you that husband. Then you have to trust that that person is going through an area of development in the area of their struggle 
And that goes back to number one, love is patient. I have to be patient through his process. As he grows, I grow. As I mature, he will mature because we're now one. We uh, Two flesh become one. We become one, but we, we don't become one when we say I do. We become one when we choose to grow and mature in our relationship with one another. So trust uh, is earned. It's not given. It's something that is earned. You see fruit and evidence. But you also have to know the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. When they fall short, you got to cover that thing in prayer. Cover and ask God to help. Cover and ask God to lead. Cover and ask God to deliver. You'll see the hand of God move in that area of trust. But a lot of you carry trust issues from your daddy not being there, your daddy wounds of your father not being present or him promising to show up and he never came. And so because of that, you found yourself carrying these trust baggage, this trust baggage where you don't want to trust your husband because of all the other men before him that failed you, that messed that thing up, that manipulated you, that mistreated you, that uh, disappointed you, even your father or, or, or whatever the case may be. And even it could be that you prayed for something you didn't you were not prepared for. And because you never saw your prayer answer, you you feel as though God has failed you when the reality is you failed to prepare for what you prayed for. Oh, that's that's deep right there. You, if you fail to prepare for what you're praying for, then it's not that God has not done what you requested. The Bible says when we ask him anything according to his perfect will, he hears us and he answers. That's first John five fourteen through 16. So if I make a request to God in prayer and it's his perfect will, he hears me and he answers. And usually your prayers will change you before your situation changes. So you got to go through the process of your prayer to prepare for what you're praying for. Um, my daughter said something so powerful. It's changed my life. Um, she said this like three years ago. She said, we just simply need to pray this. God, prepare me for what I'm not prepared for. God, prepare me for what I'm not prepared for. It was so powerful and life changing. That's what you need to say today. Lord, prepare me for what I'm not prepared for. Now, it wasn't that powerful. That's what you have to ask because something is taking place on the inside of you to help you through this process. Whatever relationship needs to grow, love, grace, maturity, wisdom, communication, effective communication, trust. Number seven, commitment. You got to stay committed even when you feel as though he may not be committed to growth. Men grow at a, a slower pace than women. Women mature in Christ quicker than men. Um, it's just the way it is. And so you got to be okay with that and stay committed to your vows. You know, uh, when we made a vow, um, we said for better or worse, richer and poorer, uh, in sickness and health, till death, death do us part. And that's commitment. That's a vow. And the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 5, do not make a vow. Don't go into the house of God and make a vow that you're not able to keep. And so you got to decide that you're going to keep your vow and stay focused on what God has given you to do. Right? Your commitment level has to be persistent and consistent to the word of God, no matter what it looks like. 
unless you're going through the four A's. And again, God needs to co-sign on any divorce. Again, God hates divorce, but he does not want anybody in bondage, in uh, harm's way of the enemy. Uh, and again, he said, what God has put together, let no man separate. If God didn't put the marriage together, he certainly can't help it keep stay together. He, he will give you the authority. He gives you the right. He gives you the free will to marry whoever you choose. But if you choose the wrong person, the grace of God can fix and cleanse and wash and purify that relationship. Even if that person is unsaved, the Bible says the unsaved man or woman is sanctified through the wife or the husband. So therefore, if you marry, the Bible says, do not divorce them. And so divorce, I don't know why I'm still here. You don't just go divorce a person because y'all can't commit to one another or y'all can't uh, agree with one another. Y'all can't communicate or y'all have trust issues or you're not mature. Y'all don't have grace or love. Uh, Again, marriage never fails. Love never fails. But two people fail at loving one another. It's a decision that you make to walk in the fullness of what God gave you. And God's not responsible for what you're not doing in the marriage. Even if one person is working and the other is not, you have to allow grace to work and allow God to grow and mature that person. And it is by prayer that you will see the evidence because the prayers of the righteous avail of us. You have to believe in what you're praying for. You have to have faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And you got to have faith in your commitment, faith in your persistent uh, drive to see the manifestation of change in your marriage. And, and, and watch God work. Number eight is truth. The Bible says, no, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Not only do you have to be true to one another, honest and open and, and, and whatever it is you need and want and desire, you should be able to have healthy communication to share what it is you want and need in a relationship. But it should never be forceful. It should never be demanding. Uh, it should never be in that way because that's not love. And love does never, it never keeps record of wrong. Uh, it never demands its own way. So you got to learn to not demand your way, but simply share what it is you need. Be honest and open about your struggles of what you desire. If that person loves you, they're going to be willing to grow and change. Amen. And the la- and that's the last thing, uh, eight things that every relationship needs to grow. And uh, it, there's more to this, but I absolutely believe that these eight pieces will hold your marriage together. It will grow. It will mature. It will develop. I should have said nine because I'm going to give you a bonus because y'all know everything I teach on is winning by faith. Your faith in God, faith in other people, faith in yourself to see and experience the promises of God that are yes and amen. But I also want to say this, um, what every relationship needs to grow. Um, If you're single, then you need all of these for yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to have grace for your shortcomings. You need to mature in your wife evolution. You need to get wisdom as you prepare for what God is promising you. You need to communicate with God about what you struggle with, what you need, what you ask him for. But you got to also have an ear to listen uh, to what God wants to tell you, because the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He's teaching us our wife evolution. 
as first John 2 and 27. For you do not need a teacher to teach you all things. For the Holy Spirit will teach you all you need to know and you shall abide in him. The Holy Spirit will lead you to people to get you the wisdom. The Holy Spirit will speak to you uh, with a verbal voice to let you know what you need to do. But at the end of the day, rather it be the Holy Spirit speaking or wise counsel, you got to learn uh, to receive the truth, right? Uh, the next thing is trust. You got to trust this process you're undergoing in your wife evolution. Number seven, commitment to this journey you're on as you prepare for what you're praying for, single women. And eight, you got to be on your truth about your shortcomings, your struggles, your relationship baggage. You need to be made whole. You need to become one with God and one with yourself. And when you get to this place, you will see God move in ways you never imagined. So that's the end of this broadcast today. I want to invite you to the Anointed Wives Royal Ceremony, uh, July the 20th and 21st, 2018 in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen, tickets are going very quickly. It's going to be an awesome move of God. You can go to kingdomwife.org and click events and sign up right away. We're going to have an awesome time. It's going to be a two-day impartation with me. God gave me this assignment when I was fasting um, this year. Uh, every year I've done a conference for the last seven years. And this year the Lord gave me something very unique. He called it the Anointed Wives Royal Ceremony. And it was out of Psalms 45 uh, where uh, the Bible says, and, and the wife came, the bride, um, the virgin came um, in a gold gown and was presented to the king and uh, placed a royal crown on her head. And it was such a beautiful scripture. And God showed it to me in a vision. And he said he's called a hundred women to be there in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, July 20th, 21st, 2018. And um, the royal crown is going to be placed on your head. Whether you're single or married, there's an anointing on my life to to really uh, help women win at love and marriage. I always say God raised me up so I can teach you how not to fall. So you want to join us in Atlanta, Georgia, July 20th, 21st. It's going to be an awesome time. It's a faith investment that you will never forget. Food will be involved in that. We have a, we're having a Friday. We're going to have a Kingdom Wife Boot Camp Live, uh, a two-hour session. And um, you will have uh, materials that's included in the price. And then um, Friday night, we're going to have a bachelorette party. We're going to go on a party bus to a secret location. It's going to be an awesome time. And then Saturday is the Anointed Wives Royal Ceremony where the crown will be placed on your head. It's going to be a ceremony. You're going to actually uh, receive. Um, you're going to receive your vows. And um, you saying to God, I will be the one to be that kingdom wife. I'm anointed to win in marriage, right? In relationships. And the power of God is going to move in you, through you, and to you to preserve the single women until their king finds them as they prepare to be positioned. And not only that, for those who are married, the, the anointing is going to carry your marriage to strengthen you um, through all your adversity to see uh, your marriage become whole. The the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of Jesus Christ. So I'm excited. I hope you are one of the hundred. 
women. Go to kingdomwife.org, click on events. It's going to take you to the page to register. Tickets are going very quickly. Uh, I'm excited. Um, thank you all. If you have any questions, questions you can email me, Misty at uh, coachmisty.org. Again, Misty at coachmisty.org. And then those of you who are singles, if you're ready to prepare for what you're praying for, uh, you can join the Kingdom Wife Bootcamp. Go to kingdomwife.org. Click on Kingdom Wife Bootcamp and join us. It's only $10 a week investment. That is absolutely nothing. You waste $10 a week on all kinds of things. You get private periscopes. Um, videos with me every week and mp3s every day monday through friday as we go through the process uh your wife evolution i take you through the journey god took me on i was on that journey for five years i'm not saying it's going to take you five years i don't know where you are but i know the process works the word works when you work it and i went through my wife evolution and God gave me a whole coaching program designed to prepare singles to become winning wives. We just celebrated another queen who just got married. Her name is Queen uh, Christine. She just got married over the weekend. Uh, and she was one of the uh, mentees. And I'm so proud of her. She's the third one within a year span um, that has uh, received her crown. And I'm excited for all the other women that are being prepared. And if you want to be a part, join us. Listen. You got to, in order to get something you never had, you got to do something you've never done. And if you're married and you're struggling in your marriage, you can, um, you can go on, uh, schedule your one-on-one with me again, go to kingdomwife.org. Please leave comments, reviews. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, if you have any, uh, relationship questions, email me, misty at coachmisty.org. Gotta go. Love you guys. Talk to you next time. God bless.